today, uh, President Trump has announced he will be suspending all immigration temporarily. What a racist. Also, Missouri files suit against China for enormous consequences of coronavirus deceit. And AOC celebrates the plunge in oil prices. We've got a lot to get into, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show, except I'm confused because your jacket says Levin. Mark Levin, Mr. Producer. <laughs> Mr. Producer. The great one. Could we have that Chad Prather back on the show again? I don't think he's saying that. Yeah, he is. I don't think he's saying that. He says that. it about Yako Boyens. Yeah, Yako Boyens, back in the house. Thank you for being here, fellow at the Falkirk Center, filmmaker, just... Extraordinary. About he it. is Over my favorite African American. <laughs> yes, and I am. I've got both passports. I can there prove it. <laughs> I am. I'm so glad to be with this guy. Again. Right on. Well, anyway, on. Uh, get getting getting into the news. President Trump tweeted yesterday evening that he would issue an order to suspend all immigration to the United States. He said, in light of attack from the invisible enemy, as we as well as the need to protect the jobs of our great American citizens, I will be signing an executive order to temporarily suspend immigration into the United States. Uh, now, obviously, he has used that term, uh, the invisible enemy, before to refer to the coronavirus pandemic uh, stemming from Wuhan, China. And, uh, you know, critics are, of course, piling on saying mm -hmm. it's xenophobic, it's racist, which is interesting because these, the, these are the same people who were telling us that we, in fact, needed to close the borders of our homes Mm -hmm. and keep ourselves contained inside to slow the spread. Now, all of a sudden, that doesn't apply to strangers coming into the country. Doesn't quite calculate in my tiny female brain, Chad. Can you well, I mean, he was right, okay? So he was right when he shut down travel from China. Mm -hmm. He was right. Everybody called him a xenophobe and a racist then. Joe Biden condemned it. And then Joe Biden came back out and said that he was for it, that Trump did the good thing, which um, those of you voting for Biden, I want to know, is it you're voting for the guy that can't string two sentences together or the guy who said Trump did the right thing? Which is it going to be? So they're going to, you know, time is going to prove that he's doing the right thing here as well. What's what's the harm in it? What is the harm in it? Let's shut this thing down, which, by the way, I was talking the other day with a good friend of mine who's a Border Patrol agent down in Arizona, and he said it is dead on the border, literally dead. He said this is the first day, and I don't know when, we didn't send a single person to court. He said because nobody's coming back and forth. So it's okay. During this lull, let's take the time. Let's, let's kind of – you want to talk about flattening the curve. Let's flatten all the curves at once. Yes. So I think he's doing the right thing in this situation. Not xenophobic at all. It's smart. Mm. It's smart. You want to you want to talk about people's feelings, people dying, and everybody's like, "Oh, you just don't care about people dying." Then let's do everything within our power mm. to stop it, yeah. and that's one of them. Logic and liberals don't really well, see. Go they, together, well, see, though. feelings are, are con they like the feelings when they're convenient, right? Right. And they like they like the feels and all that stuff. But actually doing something to make you feel better about this quote pandemic, now well, that's another story. Yeah, Yako. That's the point. They want to feel good, and it's all self-centered, right? It's about me and my ideas and support my ideas and my thoughts. The public is crying at this guy. You don't do enough. You don't do enough. The guy goes and says, <laughs> being the president, I'm going to do everything. Oh, you're xenophobic, right? Yeah. But, by the way, we're not the first country to lock our borders. We're not the first country to say. True. Many in Europe are doing it. Europe, Israel, come on, you know. BB saying, well, let's slow this. It's smart. 
-hmm. It it defies logic to say, stay in home. We're going to arrest you in California if you sit alone on the beach. Mm -hmm. Alone. There's no one on the beach. We're going to come run you off the beach, but the country should be open. Part of the problem we have is because they kept Wuhan's airport open, Mm. flew people to America, and the country was open, and they came in here. Mm -hmm. Lock the border. If you're in, you're in. If you're out, you can come back later when we settle this thing. But this guy is not going to look back and say, I didn't do it all because they would crucify him. Yeah. Okay. If he doesn't, then they'd flip on him again, Chad, in November and go, oh, you're the guy who kept the country open. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. He's doing the right thing. 100%. Well, well, and I, I mean, I agree with you that it is about, you know, them feeling like they're doing something or feeling safe or feeling protected. But when it comes to the media, uh, I feel like there's another facet, another working puzzle piece to that, which is demonize Trump at all you know, stops possible. Because if you look at the way that they praised Obama for his handling of the H1N1 swine flu, there was none of this going on. There was no hammering him left and right. There was no hammering him every single decision that he made. They praised what he did, even though he acted much slower than President Trump did in this situation. And there were far more deaths, uh, you know. And so just, just by comparison, it really makes it at least obvious to me that it's not just about feelings for them. It's about how can they demonize President Trump to look like, you know, he's doing something wrong. And sadly, I think for the average American, it's easy for them to fall into listening to that because it's very easy to sit on the side and be an armchair quarterback and say all of the things that he should or should not have been doing when in the moment there may be only one solution that his advisors who know better than us, are telling him to do. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you this. I got to do this because Chad's here. There's this little movie. There's this little, <laughs> movie, called, there's this little movie called Training Day, right? Mm-hmm. Training Day, beautiful football movie about draft day. You know, in the end of the movie, you know, this head coach is about, this GM is about to make a pick, and he's got this note in his pocket, and he said, at all costs, Vontae Mack, which was his attitude. No matter what happens, pick Vontae in the first round. I guarantee you there's a little note on a little yellow post-it note circulating liberal media that says, at all cost, eliminate Trump. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter. There's a note going around saying, I don't care. The guy saves cancer, get him. Mm-hmm. Blame him. He closes the country, blame him. He leaves it open, blame him. It doesn't matter at this point. Chad, I wonder if this is going to backfire on them similarly like it did in 2016 because you can't instill so much fear in a population and tell them that they may all die while then telling them the president is wrong for trying to protect them. Those two things cannot exist at the same so, time. So to Yako's point, let me let me go back to the point he made, eliminate Trump at all. But if he, if he cured cancer, mm-hmm. immediately the journalist would say, but Mr. 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 President, how many mice did you kill in the research? Yes. <laughs> Were these endangered mice that you killed in these test laboratories? Right. We have a special coming out tonight and tomorrow night on the Chad Prather Show. I'm, I'm going to go Glenn Beck on you. Uh-oh. And this week's special. <laughs> tonight and tomorrow night, we're doing a series called One Nation Under Surveillance. And it talks about what we've given up in the name of fear. Because this has created something that this generation has not had, which is their time to feel pain. Mm-hmm. So people tend to identify themselves by the pain they go through. Okay. We always want to one-up each other. Oh, you had that? Well, let me tell you what I had when I went to the doctor. This way. We've never suffered persecution. We've never suffered oppression. We've really never done without in this country, in this generation. So now we have something to latch on to and identify ourselves by. We have this 
dreaded virus. We have the worst plague that's ever hit, you know, and, and people say, why are you mocking this? I, I'm mocking you because yeah. you are inflating numbers in such a way that don't exist and you're creating fear and you're identifying yourself as a victim to this thing. Because people, it's human nature. You don't want your problem solved. You want your problem understood. You want somebody to come along and pat your bobo and make you feel good about your problems. But as long as you don't take my problem away because I'm identified by my problem. Yep. What do I do when the problem is gone? That's right. Who am I when my problem exactly. is gone? I don't know who I am anymore. So listen to the psychology and the logic here. We're willing to operate in that fear to give up our liberties and our freedoms. And we have to have a boogeyman to blame. That person happens to be the president, Donald Trump. I mean, we couldn't get him with impeachment. We couldn't get him with collusion. We couldn't get him with Russia. We couldn't get him with the Ukraine. We couldn't get him on impeachment. All these things. Well, there's a pandemic. It's got to be his fault. It's got to be this guy's. But let me just tell you something. And you can disagree with me and you can say I'm annoying. You can say that I'm wrong and all that stuff. The man sitting in the White House today was put there by divine purposes yep. and by the hand of God. And you can fight that. You can argue with that. You can take it to your death disagreeing with me. But I'm telling you, you can fight this man all you want. I don't care about his past. I don't care about his sins. I don't care about his iniquities. I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't care how smart he is. I don't care how good of a Christian he is. I don't care about any of that stuff. He was put there by the hand of God. There's no other way to describe it. And I'm telling you, you can marshal all your forces against what's going on right here, but you're fighting against the hand of God. And I promise you, this is divine opportunity for America to come back to its place of foundation. Preach, brother. Amen. Your thoughts? 1,000% agree with Chad. Watch. Throw every dart you've got. A thousand will fall to his left, 10,000 to his right. He's not, he's going to stay there. And I've said it and I'll say it over and over again. Middle November is going to be a very, very difficult time mm -hmm. for the left. What are they going to do? Mm -hmm. What are they, because he's going to be back in the White House and wait for the next four years. Mm -hmm. We're going to get some things done in this country. Yeah, We're going to clean house. We're going to really clean house. It's time. Well, I, and so going back to my original question, Sorry, I man. forgot. <laughs> Which was? I had to get it out. He dodged. Yeah, I didn't. I, apparently, no. Like my baby, I had to give birth. I mean, no. I just, you know, I, it just makes me wonder how, as a member of the mainstream media, you can see your mistakes in 2016 and turn around and here in 2020 make the same mistake <clears throat> by treating the American public as if they're so dumb yeah. that you're going to instill all of this fear in them and then try to tell them that we shouldn't be protecting our own borders. Yeah. And, and that's what I, I meant to say that in the middle of my diatribe. I really did because <laughs> I refer back to what I said yesterday on this program where I said there's no member of the media who holds her hand up and says, Mr. President, how can we help? Yeah. What can we do to assist you? What information do we need to get out there to the general public that will yeah. make a difference in this thing? So the hypocrisy is blindingly, it's just glaring at us. And so when you, when you ask that question, you there is no justification for it. There is no justification for it. There is an agenda. There is a ploy. And it is 100%. I don't know, man. I, you know, so many things we don't know. So many things we do know, but it just raises more questions. Like, what does Trump have on some of these people? Like, what, what is there hiding behind the curtain that's out there that these people hate him so much? you got to remember where he comes from, Chad. He comes from that side of the fence. Right. He comes there. This guy was supporting the Clinton campaign financially. He's there. He knows where some of the skeletons are buried. He's been yeah. to the party. He knows. And what more? What's going to peeve you more than one of you thought your own? Mm -hmm. You now call Mr. President. This is why the NFL turned on this guy. He wanted to own a team. Mm -hmm. The owners pushed him out. The owners said, no, you're not going to have a team. Now they call him Mr. President. Mm -hmm. Go kneel for the national anthem. This is, this, is, this is what's going on. But to your point,
You know this better than any, the two of you. Major news networks, newsrooms, the anchors don't write the stories. Mm -hmm. they, I've sp spoken to a lot of anchors recently. That's it. They want to vomit. The good, some of the good guys. When the story arrives to the desk and they go, the president didn't say this. He didn't say this. I watched the interview. Mm -hmm. But the little 22, 23-year-old Darwin-induced you know, writers in the newsroom write the script that's on the little yellow note that said, at all, eliminate Trump. And so you get this recycle. This is why we're sitting on your show. In your show in January, you say the virus is from a lab. It takes them two months, Fox even, to come back and say, oh, it's from a lab. Mm -hmm. Happened here first. <laughs> you know, and then Glenn jumped on it. I don't know how they pivot. They can't. They, they are so all in. The, to the camera, the only result for you as major news is mud in your face, egg in your face. There's, there's no avoiding it. It's going to happen over and over. It's going to be disgrace upon disgrace. Mm -hmm. And time, as you said, will prove, that, and it has, that this president is doing the best he can. He's doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, when we come back... We we'll answer your question that time, Sarah? Eh. It's a woman. I guess. I mean, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> that is what I identify as today. I'm calling, I can't come back <laughs> from the dead. When we come back, uh, Missouri has filed suit oh. against China for enormous consequences uh, due to coronavirus deceit. We'll get into that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Laurel Springs. Now, as parents, we want to encourage our children to pursue their dreams and provide opportunities that give them the best chance to succeed. Now, in my house... That means someone else teaching them, not me. I have learned that in the last month. Uh, but there is a way that you can do that online. You can optimize their routine. You can make it more flexible for them. You can make it more dynamic so that they have more time to focus on the things they love and you don't have to send them to public school to be indoctrinated. That's where Laurel Springs comes in. Laurel Springs is an accredited online private school for students in kindergarten through 12th grade. Now, Laurel Springs recognizes that each child is an, indi is an individual with unique interests, special talents, and a unique learning style. And they have a really flexible <laughs> learning program that offers challenging and diverse elective courses. They're accredited by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges and Advance Ed which means their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. I'm telling you, if you are like me and you have just given up on homeschooling your children, it's not for you. You know someone is way more qualified to do it, uh, but they're, they're at home. Or maybe you want them to stay at home. Or maybe you just don't want them indoctrinated anymore by the public school system. you got to go to laurelsprings.com slash why. Register your child and receive a waived registration fee today. That is laurelsprings.com slash why for your waived registration fee. Missouri has become the first state to file a lawsuit against China today. They have accused the country of being responsible for the severity of the coronavirus pandemic, and they are seeking damages to make up for the, quote, enormous loss of life, human suffering, and economic turmoil resulting from the disease. Uh, now, this suit follows at least seven federal class action suits that have been filed by private groups. Uh, saying that China knew that COVID-19 was dangerous and capable of causing a pandemic, yet they were still slow to act uh, on purpose, intentionally, uh, you know, covered it up to protect their own economic self 
interest. Now, uh, 22 Republican lawmakers are also requesting that the Trump administration bring a case against China to the International Court of Justice. Will China actually face consequences for any of this? Because if you look, Chad, there's clear, I mean, I feel like there's enough evidence, there's enough reports, there's enough evidence to show, to prove that they did know about it and they did cover it up and they did purposely slow, uh, you know, how long it took to tell people that this was truly something that they should be concerned about. No. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Well, and the reason I say that is because you go back and look at the NBA. This is a reach, but yeah. go back and look at the NBA. China has so much control in so many things in so many places. I mean, you look at our medical research is being done, our pharmaceuticals, our equipment, our iPhones, everything that's coming from China. We're so scared to death of inf the inflated prices of things if we, if we ap make actually put ramifications and judgments and restrictions on China. We're, we're scared to death of that. Again, I go back to we're so willing to give up our freedoms for convenience and and out of a, you know whether it's fear convenience whatever it may be what was it Glenn said yesterday we either do things out of love or we do things out fear. of fear and and that's the motivation for people and right now while China deserves some major not the Chinese people let me I hate that I have oh, to continually so clarify ridiculous this people. I've been to China I, I, look if you want to come for me China Xi <laughs> I've smuggled Bibles numerous times I've worked with the underground church in China gorgeous people beautiful people I sound like Trump. It's China. Beautiful. It's virus. They're very beautiful. <laughs> I get off the plane there and they say, look, it's Chad. It's beautiful. Where'd you put the Bibles when you smuggle them? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? In the Holy of Holies. To blow, up the next, <laughs> blow up the next trip. Come on. Come on. We smuggled Bibles in. <laughs> we worked with the underground church. We did. Gorgeous, gorgeous humans. Mm -hmm. Oppressed. It's very. You're very hard pressed to find somebody there or who has immigrated here or wherever who doesn't have a loved one who has died at the hands of this communist regime. It's a horrible regime, and let me tell you, Xi needs to pay. Their 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 dictatorship needs to pay. But will they? No, they won't because that's just the deal. We ought to drop the sky on them. Yeah. But we're not going to. Yeah. Yaku. This is my call to President Trump, whom I, whom I support and love. Mm -hmm. Throw the kitchen sink at these guys. Yeah. This is octagon moment. And it, maybe would they pay to the level where we want them to pay? But damn, make them hurt. They got to hurt. I mean, and not just because of the coronavirus, but historically what they've done to the world. Remember, I'm from Africa. I'm the African-American brother, right? So they, are, <laughs> they are, and I can say the word, economically yeah. raping Africa raping right now. Africa. Yeah. Right now. Okay, they don't give a rat about life, even their own people. So for all these lip tarts out there, right, mm -hmm. they want to go nuts about protect China. Understand the very people who live in China can't stand their own regime. Mm -hmm. The very people who live in China, may we remember what happened with them marching in the streets, some of the Asian nations and saying, yeah. singing the American anthem and help us, help us. You know? mm -hmm. So if you want to save people, then throw the kitchen sink at China. Right. There's so many territories. The Dominican, a friend of mine owns the free trade zones in the Dominican Republic. <coughs> Bring manufacturing to Dominican Republic. It's less expensive to manufacture in the DR than China. Let American companies say enough is enough. Yeah. We're going to find alternatives if it's not right here in our friendly territories. But damn, I hope you're wrong, Chad. I hope they hurt bad. Logic says probably not. Yeah. Because guys like Apple, all the Apple factories are up and running in China already mm -hmm. again. The guys are back to normal shouldn't be back to normal. It should be, these guys need to pay big time. Seriously. Yeah. Well, and again, let's, you know, back to my far-reaching analogy, the NBA, I mean, they caved. They caved so quickly to that. 
And what are we going to do on a grander scale? This isn't Nike we're talking about. This is human lives we're talking about. This is a major deal. And they, they need the ramifications. They need the judgments. They need the repercussions that come from this 100%. I hope it happens. Per I hope it does. But I, you know. Perhaps if, if it doesn't directly, it may indirectly from at least America, possibly can. followed by other countries, yeah. finally yeah. recognizing yeah. we need to stop leaving yeah. all of these goods and products in the hands of China. We need to stop outsourcing you know, to them for all of our important medications, our antibiotics. Why are we getting all of our stuff from them? So perhaps maybe indirectly, we can bring that back to you know, our country or at least not get it from them. Look, the American people still have power. We need to be reminded that we saw it in 2016, the sleeping bear woke up, you know, mm -hmm. the American people have power. The American businessman today, use your ingenuity, come up with ways not to manufacture in China, lobby your local, you know, your local support system in, in, in Congress and in the Senate, you know, and, and let's, the American people can still do something. But to answer your question, I think our country should sue China. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree with those 22 conservative, you know, statesmen say, let the country sue. Let Australia sue China. They're doing serious damage in Australia. Mm -hmm. South Africa, you know, United Kingdom, Boris. <laughs> go at this. Let's go. Let, you know, that does seem like economic war. This is economic war. Yeah. This is an economic war and, and lives are being lost here. And, and then hopefully we can win some rounds in this four-round fight, you know, yeah. with China. I get very angry about it. I, I want to, you know, my inner thing just wants to jump up. And, and just really come out, you know how I get. And I try to keep myself calm because everybody says when they watch this show, I just spend all my time yelling and screaming and stuff like that. But I'm very, I'm very mild, Yako. But when you worry about what you, they say. I really don't. Like, Especially when like you talk screaming. to your dog in the back seat. You're so gentle. <laughs> so, oh, wake up, Willie. It's something about me that just gets I, him all mad. I do. I, I look at this thing and I look at the human rights violations in China that are there. I mean, listen, did you, did you miss what I said a little while ago? I had to smuggle Bibles into China. Mm -hmm. People possessing them were under penalty of death. The church was underground. Yep. Everyone there knows someone who has died at the hands of the regime. Then you transport that or, or you import that, export that, I should say, into places like Ethiopia. Mm. You export it into South Africa. You take it because they don't have arable lands. I said this last week on the show. They, have no, they don't have any farmland left in China, so they have to go to South America. They have to go to Africa, and they don't come in there with gentle kindness. Mm -hmm. They come in there, and they take over, and they ravage it. Yep. Why do you think that they wouldn't allow black people to come into their McDonald's because they were, they, they were blaming them for the COVID. They were blaming them, the black, the, and, and, and blacks from Africa who were there, a large population of them in China. You don't think about things like that. They said, no, you can't come in, in, in here. Posted notices on there. Why do you think they're putting Muslims in concentration camps in prison right now? Because they are a racist regime. They really are. And they don't want anything outside of China to infiltrate Look at North Korea. They're good friends, North Korea. We don't know if Kim Jong-un had surgery. We don't know if he's sick, gravely ill, completely healthy, what he's doing. We don't know because you don't know what's going on. They keep those cards close to the vest. And that's the same way they do it in China. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. All right. When we come back, AOC 
Good friend of the program, AOC, celebrates the plunge in uh, oil prices because I guess she likes Americans out of jobs. I don't know. We'll get into that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. Uh, when running a business, you small business owners, you know this. If you run a business, HR issues can kill you. It leaves you liable for wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations. There are so many things to keep in mind, so many HR regulations that the average business owner cannot know and keep track of. And HR managers are kind of expensive. Uh, the average is $70,000 a year. This is where Bambi comes in. It is B-A-M-B-E-E. They were created specifically for small business. They will give you a dedicated HR manager. They will craft your HR policy. They will maintain all your compliance. And guess what? It's $99 a month. Uh, with Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Trust me, I am telling you, uh, I am still a licensed insurance broker, and I am telling you, this is one of the best things you will do for your business. You are not in compliance somehow with something that you are doing with HR if you are just half ASSing it, okay? You need Bambi in your life. You have a dedicated HR manager who is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. Uh, you don't have any sort of contracts obligations or anything like that. It is just $99 a month. You decide if it's useful or if you want to get rid of it, but I'm telling you, you are not going to want to because it is worth so much more than that. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR. All right, let Bambi help. You can get a free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash matters to schedule that free HR audit. That is B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash matters. Schedule your free HR audit. You will not regret it. Bambi.com slash matters. In a reaction to a report that oil prices dropped below zero after West Texas Intermediate crude went into a freefall and bottomed out at negative, negative $37.63 a barrel. We discussed that briefly on the show yesterday. Chad and I were on with Glenn Beck. Uh, if you missed that discussion, it really is worth going back and watching uh, that particular part of the show. But uh, it bottomed out at negative 37 a barrel, and Ocasio-Cortez, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, couldn't resist. She tweeted and then, of course, promptly deleted. But she said, you absolutely love to see it. This, along with record low interest rates, means it's the right time for a worker-led mass investment in green infrastructure to save our planet. Cough. Now, I don't know what the, I don't know what the cough I don't know what the cough is about. I don't know why she's coughing. I don't know if she needs to be <laughs> tested for coronavirus. I don't know if she's alerting she, us that she, she doesn't did feel it okay. Yeah, I don't cough. know what the, I don't understand what the cough is supposed to be for. But uh, obviously celebrating something that I think probably the two of you would not think is something necessarily to celebrate. Uh, I don't understand how she became a thing. I just don't get it, right? I, like, I... <laughs> Do you follow people on Twitter that you don't agree with? I don't. See, I don't either. Like, I don't follow Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. I don't follow Joe Biden. I don't Biden. follow her. I don't follow nope. her. I don't, I don't understand the people who... I don't either. I, and I know a lot of my conservative friends. They do because they like to stay abreast of it. I just don't like to read it. I don't... I don't... If you want to stay abreast of something, you're not following AOC. Uh, exactly. No. And, so. and like, I'm I'm snarky, but like, I don't go looking for the snark. It just comes right. naturally. I really don't need to fuel it. No pun intended. Talking about the oil and gas, I don't need to fuel my snark. It just naturally comes there. So I don't need to go look for more. So I don't understand 
how this absolute empty-headed person is a thing. Mm -hmm. But the idea that you are going to say, I'd love to see it, while you are tweeting from a petroleum-based product, <laughs> she is so ignorant without any knowledge whatsoever to say these things. She has no idea how tethered together our society and industries are with the oil and gas company and all these things. One affects the other. And we're going to wind up, all of us, all of us in the bread lines, she and her mentor Bernie so, so desire for us to be in by default. Yeah. This is what kills people, mm. not a coronavirus. Yeah. This is what kills people. Yaku, uh, love to see it. you love to see it. Mm. Uh, she went on to tweet. I think she deleted her original tweet and then decided to have a redo, another shot at it. She said, uh, this snapshot is being acknowledged as a turning point in the climate movement. Fossil fuels are in long-term structural decline. This, along with low interest rates, means it's the right time to create millions of jobs transitioning to renewable and clean energy. A key opportunity... What? I'm very confused as to why now. Yeah, she didn't write that. By the way, this would be the right time to spend billions of dollars in all of this opposite energy when we can't sell the supply that we already have, but we have it. Exactly. I can't make it's that. Abu- but she doesn't understand economics, right? right? She doesn't understand. Even though that's supply. what her degree is in. <laughs> From where and how did she acquire that? Okay. All right. Oh, boy, the jokes that come to my head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What she had to do to get that. Well, so. (laughs) Thank you, brother. Listen, here's the deal. Nothing can back up the Green Deal. It -hmm. it fell flat. This this is the same group that said ban airplanes. Oh, how do we get to Hawaii? Right. We're going to build a a, a train under the water. They don't understand supply and demand. Now you have an abundance of crude. Coming out of the ground, you've got the president asking the UAE, asking Russia, please, listen, tamper back on production. We're going to do it. We got for the world's economic health, not just for America, mm-hmm. mind you, by the right. way. Right now, as an individual, that's right. Tank it. Yeah. Tank the whole tank, all of it. And tomorrow we flip the switch and we put billions of dollars into cars that fly around and hover and we're all good to go. I mean, the airheadedness of. Yeah. This individual yeah. is. In- oh, oh my gosh! She's here. Oh, there ah. she is. oh right. hey. she showed up. She showed up. <laughs> you know what? The joke that comes to mind. This is the only time she'll come to a real party. Okay. Yeah. Because like, she won't show up for a real fight. No. Look. I wish she would. I, I, have you ever seen her debate? No. Oh, no, 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 no. No way. No, no way. No. No. Would you debate us? Mm. That's right. She won't. Exactly. No, no comment. She pleads the fifth, yeah. like like Zuckerberg at the Senate. That floor. piece of cardboard smarter than she is. <laughs> look, I'm being mean now, but it's true. Look, we we you. <laughs> You made such a good point. There's an abundance of energy available right, right. now. Like she, it's like she doesn't even understand the basic concept right. of supply and demand and what makes things more expensive and less expensive. I remember the day I fell in love with Jacobians. <laughs> and it's for things just like this. But you got to have the pinky. Yeah. When he has this logic in his brain when he comes up with these things and says these so smart things, it makes me feel all fuzzy on the inside. <laughs> You know, uh, we're going to go to Love you too, man. To New York City really quickly. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, who, you know, they've been releasing prisoners because, I don't know, they don't want them to 
spread coronavirus in jail, but I guess it's okay if they come out and spread it to other people. I don't really know the logic behind it, but Bill de Blasio really shocked that when you release criminals for like no apparent reason, they go on to possibly commit more crimes. Watch. We do see some recidivism. I don't have the exact numbers. We see some. I've not seen um, a huge amount, but any amount is obviously troubling. And um, I think it's unconscionable just on a human level that folks were shown mercy. And this is what some of them have done. But, you know, it's a small number of people. I mean, you know, it's unconscionable unconscionable that they ever, you know, held up a place at gunpoint or murdered somebody or, you know, I mean, it's just stupid. What's the world coming to, Chad, when you can't trust a criminal? I mean, it's like the mayor. I still go back to the to the mayor of Houston who said, y'all need to chill. Just chill. Y'all got to (laughs) chill. Like, just wait till this is over with for y'all go back to your crime sprees. Y'all got to chill. Listen, remember, it's New York again. Yeah. If it's not De Blasio, it's Cuomo. These, yeah. these, and, and, it's, and it's Biden. They're all just trying to one up each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, this is not reported. One of their guys they released from jail is released at 10:23 one morning. 24 hours and seven minutes later, he's rearrested by police for another murder yeah. that got committed. A pit bull's going to do what it was trained and made to do. Well, that's right. Okay. I didn't know that criminals cr- commit crimes. You can't Sarah. It's just when you can't trust a murderer. I gave them right? mercy. I can't. You can't trust. I a murderer. asked you. What you kill people. To? I'm going right? to put recidivism Please, on go a be T-shirt. Good, not tomorrow. <laughs> recidivism. You know, I was a criminal criminal justice criminology major. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, we learned all about that word. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I all was right. an HR nightmare. That was a fun time. <laughs> you were. Yeah, but that's, that's back to Bambi. Let's go on to new things. <laughs> Uh, All right, when we come back, yes, when we come back, we are going to talk 2020 Trump versus Biden. Uh, But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. What? Who? What? Oh, I've yes. been taking the keeps. Help him. Man. Help I've been him. Taking the keeps. Look at that. You lost it so fast. This was on purpose. I shaved shaved it. Yeah, I shaved shaved it. it. It's shiny Q. This was on purpose. So maybe those of you, uh, you know, you're keeps works. I I promise you, keeps works. It does. You're sitting in. It does. I've used it. It works. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, you're sitting in quarantine and, you know, you're not going to, like, set up a, an appointment to go to the doctor for the fact that you are maybe losing your hair. You're just going to keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Yes? Nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing pillow talk with Yako. You sell keeps. Oh <laughs> Shots on you. Anyway, uh, Keeps Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products. Like Chad said, they really are the real deal. They're going to save you a fortune, and it's super easy. All you have to do is you go online, you answer a few questions, you take a couple pictures of your hair. A doctor is going to evaluate everything and recommend the right FDA-approved hair loss treatment for you. They ship it directly to your door. You don't even have to leave your couch if you're lazy or you're just in lockdown. Mm -hmm. Either way... It's super duper easy. Even 66% of men experience hair regrowth mm-hmm. with Keeps. There is no reason not to try it. We've got you a great deal. You can go to keeps.com slash Y. That is keeps.com slash Y. You will get 50% five zero. Yeah, that's right. I said half off your first order. You got to go to keeps.com slash Y. 
President Trump has released a new campaign ad for 2020. Uh, you know, it seems that the Democrats in Congress just making it really easy for him. He doesn't even really have to work for his, uh, you know, his ammo. They they just like do interviews and he just like plays them. <laughs> That's how easy it is. Take a look at his latest ad. It's pretty brutal. Watch. We turn now to that $350 billion fund to help small businesses and its workers get through the shutdown. It will be up to Congress to restock it. But Democrats blocking that move this morning. They asked for a quarter of a trillion dollars in 48 hours. Mm. I said, well, I don't, I don't think so. Mm. They objected, and I congratulate the Senate Democrats. Speaker Pelosi, what are you going to share with us from your home? Chocolate candy. Thousands have been forced to wait for hours at food banks all across the country. This is... Oh my. Chocolate, and then we have some other chocolate here. We just got it restocked the ice cream. You don't want to eat up everything all at one time. I can't do it much longer. I'm trying so hard. We were, can we say, enjoying? Having to admit that, yeah, we're, we're starving, and, and I like it better than anything else. Taping this segment, there are 22 million people out. This work. specific program is about stopping job losses today. This is hurting people bad. Other people in our family go for some other flavors, but... Right now, it's survival move. You don't know where that next something else is going to come from. I don't know what I would have done if ice cream were not invented. I just wonder. <laughs> that is, uh, and really, it's my heart goes out to all of the Americans who truly are suffering right now. But my gosh, the, she's so transparent. She's so transparently just letting all of the Americans know what she is all about and how she cannot relate to any of us at all. Exactly. Transparently out of touch. Oh, my gosh. Completely. And you know why she can eat that Dove bar so fast? Because she doesn't feel it in her teeth. They're fake. That's the thing. Like ice cream, I couldn't eat ice cream that fast. It would hurt my teeth, but not her. She's just she straight on it. She's like, oh my God, $350 trillion in the milk just comes down. And then I got other family members. They like the, they like the, they like the moose tracks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this lady, I'm so out of touch. Really? You could not so possibly out of touch. be more out of she touch and tone deaf. would not pee in your ear if your brain was on fire. I Let me tell you something. She doesn't care about you. She doesn't want anything to do with you. I promise you she doesn't want anything to yeah. do with the typical American person. Looks they went terrible. from Nancy Pelosi to the lady on there who was talking about how she was suffering. Nancy Pelosi, don't, don't even tell me you can sit behind your walls, your gates, and your million dollar mansion in San Francisco, one of the most expensive cities in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. And tell me that you care about those folks. It's it's ludicrous Look, if you believe me, that. Disgusting. You you talked about Bibles into China earlier. Look, you know, Chad, you know, my faith is everything, right? So so here's the deal. God says the following do not let your heart be hardened. Right. And what the heart's filled with the mouth speaks. Mm-hmm. People, listen. This is hardened hearts that do not get a rat's behind. <laughs> yeah. Okay, about American people. Mm-hmm. It's about them. Staying in power, grabbing more money, pushing paper, doing nothing for the American people. Yeah. She's, she's literally being authentic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's being authentic. Oh, yeah. She actually thought that was a great segment. Oh, yeah. She thought she, she, she thought planned for two days. For two days, she mm-hmm. thought, what can I show the American people that show them that we're a normal family? I'm just one of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Come on. Uh, uh, it, that, and that's the thing. I, look, I'm going to Google right here. I'm going to Google uh, Sub-Zero refrigerator. OK, and let's just see the price tag 
on these things yeah. as it pulls up. Because I think the ice cream is like there. $68 a, a gallon. Piece. She's got, oh, and yeah, she's got the, two of gallon. them yeah. sitting behind her. These kind of things, I mean, you're talking about $25,000, refrigerators behind you with all of these. It, it, it's like, why don't you do it from your wine cellar? Mm-hmm. It's so out of touch. Really it's is. so out of touch. But, but look, for us to all be, be conscious capitalists, right, I don't have a problem with somebody having a $22,000 refrigerator. 100%. But when it's your moment to speak to America, who is not eating, who's struggling, who's committing suicide at epic proportions, you pick the freaking ice cream? Or how about... That's the moment. Why don't you push a lawnmower and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm trying <laughs> or, to be... Here, Eduardo, it's take it back so while I talk. Easier. It's so American much easier people. than pushing a lawnmower. Ivy League so sweater. Than, right, but it's so much easier than even pushing a lawnmower. All she had to do was recognize that there are Americans in need Struggle. right now. And, oh, I don't know, help them by not letting a fund run out of money. She was in there in that ad congratulating She talked the about running Democrats. out of flavors right, of ice right, cream. Right, right. <coughs> she was in there congratulating the Senate Democrats for not providing the Americans with the funding that they need. Unbelievable. That's so, a great ad. Maybe one of the best he's ever yeah. done. Run it. Because he didn't even have to do anything. He didn't have to do anything. Right. And there's so many of them. Let them speak for themselves. It. And I said yesterday, and I still stand by it, you watch and see when the debates come, if Joe Biden's in the debates. If he if, shows up. Yeah. If he's there, yeah. they're going to call Donald Trump a bully. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, because he's going to yeah. obliterate the guy. Right. And rightfully so. Um, I, my friend Kenny Chesney, I'll drop names. Uh, he said about 12, 13 years ago, I heard him say something. That kind of stood out with me. He somebody asked him. They said, "When you go into Walmart and you see like your cover on the magazines, does that like how does that influence?" He goes, "Man, I hadn't been in a Walmart in ten years. Can't go in there. Mm-hmm. That's out of touch, right? That's you've gotten to a point in life of success you, and celebrity lost, that you, you don't like. You can't go into a Walmart because yeah. people are going to mob you. You think Nancy Pelosi goes shopping? You no. think she does? She doesn't go shopping. No. She doesn't. She's not out there doing that. She's got people to go do that. So if you think that you standing in line at the Costco." Uh, distancing yourself by six feet at the checkout line, you think that she can relate to that? No. She has no, no point way. of reference whatsoever. No. No. Well, Nancy, thank you for showing yes. us mm. what you're all about. Okay. We'll be back okay. in a minute. Okay. That's good. That's good. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> he does it better than me. Yesterday's poll, uh, what is the craziest thing Joe Biden has said on the 2020 campaign trail? I'm dropping stuff. I just, I, we're, we're done. We're done oh, here. No, we're done. here so. <laughs> Come on. What's the craziest thing he said? 54% of you said the leg hair <sighs> comment about the children, which, as Chad pointed out off air, was not actually said on the 2020 campaign trail. It just resurfaced. Don't mean we won't use it. On the, right. I yeah. mean, we're yeah. fine with it happening. Trust yeah. us. Uh, the corn pop story came in at 12.7%. Dog-faced pony soldier, uh, 29.7%. Mm-hmm. And look fat. At 3.6%, I'm disappointed. I wanted to see that one go. I wanted to see that one be a little bit higher. I was a, I was a big fan of that look fat. Look fat. I was a big fan of it because challenge to do the push-ups, right, or well, run around the building. Yes, or but it? like, but the look fat was a complete accident. Like yeah. that was a f- total Freudian slip. Yeah, and that's why I loved it so much because mm-hmm. it was really showing yeah, what was, Joe Biden yeah, was yeah. thinking yeah. about. Look, chest. <laughs> I could be that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah that's- <laughs> call Bambi. I'm an HR nightmare. 
It's going to be my first call when I walk out of here. Today's poll, who will be Joe Biden's running mate? Michelle Obama, oh. Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris, or Elizabeth Warren. Now, Biden was interviewed the other day, and they asked him, would you like Michelle Obama to be your vice president? He's like, of course I would like Michelle Obama to be my vice president running mate. But that's not to say that. You know how much, I mean, I've, I, Barack Obama's already spineless for endorsing him when there was nobody else in the race. Can you imagine now that you let your wife be his running mate? There's no way. I still think it's going to be Kaiser Whitmer from Michigan. Really? <laughs> I think so. I know he said he's going to be a woman of color, but the governor he doesn't remember Michigan, saying that. For those of you who Yeah, don't. the governor Whitmer. He doesn't remember, he does, he doesn't remember <laughs> saying that. He probably doesn't. Yaku, Kaiser what Whitmer, do you think? Whitmer. Stacey Abrams. Oh, you're probably right. The, the party, no, the, party. <coughs> the party, the party is going to push Stacey Abrams. They demand it. You couldn't go with a better loser. Let us know what you think. You can go to the Blazes Twitter. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.